Sunday City Utah is MMA Overdose with Jose the Baby Gorilla Bossy. Slather across canvas, guys. This guy's insane. Are you hurting Oz? He's the David Beckham of MMA. Oz. <laughs> Hands down, that was the worst fight <laughs> I've ever seen inside a cage. Welcome! You're listening to MMA Overdose with the Baby Gorilla and yours truly, Hurricane Hawes. Unfortunately, Mike the Body out on assignment tonight. Uh, we have much to discuss, the Ultimate Fighter 10 finale, what's circulating in the rumor mill, and much more. But first, quick MMA news, Gorilla! <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Mark. Sad times for the Diaz family as the California Athletic Commission state that the fighters who test positive for marijuana will be disciplined whether they have a medical marijuana card or not. Nick Diaz was found passed out on the floor with Funyuns and gummy bears when asked for comment. Mark! Ex-UFC fighter slash fugitive on the run, Junie Browning made his return to MMA by defeating Scott Cornwell via first-round stoppage at the MMA Big Show event. He will be celebrating his victory with a bottle of Ambien and vodka. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Massachusetts has passed a bill to regulate mixed martial arts. The people of Boston celebrated by dressing up as Indians and dumping Michael Bisbing in the Boston Harbor. <laughs> Dump it down. And Dana White calls out and one Global's bluff of Free Lesnar versus Emilienko bout. In other news, Free will not co-promote with M1. <laughs> Still no deals, huh? Still no deals. Free does not want to do this with Dana. I mean, with M1. <laughs> Dana's well, down with it. Dana loves Free, I think. Free is always good. I'm telling you, and the and let's actually touch base because we actually uh, we discussed about this last week. You know, on uh, not last week on the last show on MMA Overdose, how how uh, Justin Mickelin or Millen? What? <laughs> Justin Johnny Millen? I forgot his name. That uh, that N one global again. Oh, okay, okay. That yeah, that Millen. dude. Yeah, that that freaking Fazoli, right? Uh, McMillan. Oh, okay. McMillan. Uh, how he ch- he basically called out UFC and said, "Come over here to to Russia and fight Brock Lesnar for free." He's right there. Do it. Do it. Fight Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar in Russia. I mean, <laughs> Vader, wow, what is going on? Brock Lesnar signed up with M1. <laughs> no, well, he called out Dana and said, hey, come fight my boy, Fedor Emelianenko, for free. You bring out Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Frank Mir, whoever, whichever heavyweight you want, bring him down over here. We'll do it for free. Slugfest. Remember? I do. We, yeah, we talked about this last time. Um, Dana White has, has uh, responded. Um, Dana White saying, right, sure, let's do it. Right, right. He's saying, yeah, let's do it. And basically, that's it. <laughs> that's, it's, you know, it's, it's he said, she said thing, um, Jose. And I, I, it's kind of ironic that they, they do this when uh, Brock Lesnar's on a deathbed right now. You know, <laughs> is it, is it kind of, it, does that, is that ironic that that happened at the same time? Hmm, it does actually make you ponder. It makes you think. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, he's in his deathbed. Might as well call him out. What's wrong, you wimps? Come over here, then. I just think it's a great, a great, great story for a Rocky saga. But uh, come on, let's get this on live TV so we can watch this happen. <laughs> I know, for reals. It's like if you want to do it for free, put it on Spike. 
put it on ABC, CBS, whatever. That's the only way that it should be. Soft scop 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 network in Russia. Yeah, put it on the smart. <laughs> put it on the Anacona Korvoka episode. I didn't even know that. Ten oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> and other news: um, Tito Ortiz returns to the UFC. Is this leading to Dan Henderson's possible UFC departure? You know what? It is. It is. It is, and I'll tell you why. Tito Ortiz is taking away Hendo's stardom. You're talking about the Huntington Beach bad boy. Everybody okay. loves him. Is mm-hmm. he's always a great fighter to watch. And Hendo is just like, oh wait a minute, come on. It, it, I like, like watching Tito because I learn about new injuries every time I watch him. <laughs> like I never heard of a C9 before the other night. That was great. I'm learning all sorts of things from Tito. I, I didn't even know there was even a C9. I thought it ended at C8. Yeah, me too. He's got he's special. <laughs> and he fractured um, his skull. That's right. That's why I like watching Tito. Uh, but but no, seriously, it looks like uh, Dana White did comment on this. He's saying that Dan Henderson's contract demands are just unrealistic. Um, and White White Wh- Dana White's the one who pointed to this to this culprit, the surprising culprit for Henderson's decision being Tito Ortiz. What what are, what are we talking about? The, the contract now unrealistic are you telling me that Hendo's pulling an M1 is he trying to get 50% of the UFC whenever he fights well here's the thing it's, it's like Tito comes back mm-hmm. now Dana and him are best friends supposedly you know they won't stop telling talking about how their beef is over and how they're it's great to be able to call each other and talk you know it's kind of sickening but <laughs> uh, you know white white has been saying that um, Dan Henderson is in a, I don't want to make a deal mode Dan Henderson knows he does not want to make a deal right now. So Henderson saying it's about money. White saying it's possibly about Ortiz. Um, I, that's that's just BS, you know. Well, how would you feel, Jose? You're, you're you're running through your division, right? You're doing a good job. I mean, you've had a couple of tough losses against some tough guys. Uh, you, you start you start becoming yourself again and, and getting victories, and then they bring in a guy who was lost his last couple of fights and paid him more than they're paying you how would you feel well i would say um well this sucks but i'm still getting a paycheck and i'm fighting in one of the biggest organizations in mixed martial arts what i'm thinking is is that he has beef with dana because he after he beat bisping he won that range rover and it broke down on his way to california and he had to pay for a tow truck out of his own pocket. And he's trying to get Dana <laughs> to reimburse him for that. But Dana's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And so he's just saying, okay, then I demand a lot of money then. So basically this is all about a reimbursement policy. The UFC <laughs> needs to get a reimbursement policy and they won't have this problem. Exactly. Okay. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> you know, I think Dan Henderson is getting the, the raw end of the deal here. I'm not sure what he's asking for. It's not. It's not been released. But, you know... Dana White just keeps saying that, that Dan Henderson's request is just completely unrealistic. Um, you know, he, he quotes, quote Dana White here, oh, I heard Tito was making all this money and Tito is this and that. And it's because Tito likes to go out there and say stuff like that or somebody in his camp did, end quote. And that's what he says that is the reason that Dan Henderson's coming in and requesting all this money now. You know what? People are talkers. That's the thing. People talk a lot. Do we know if, if he's making a lot of money? Well, probably is. I mean, it's Tito Ortiz. Yeah, well, two hundred fifty thousand flat rate last fight. Really? Yes. How much did Henderson make uh, for Bisbing? I'm not sure, but I'm going to imagine it was less. 
I think it was probably more because he also got knocked out of the night. He did. Well, elbow drop. Elbow, of the elbow night. Yeah, elbow drop of the night from the top rope. That's right. We all saw that. We all saw that. And then he slept into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Macho Man quote, huh, there? I taught Anderson everything he knows. There you so. go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just think, you know, Dana White's not saying that the deal is done. You know, he's saying that doors are never closed. I'm in the fight business. We put on fights. Doors never closed. So he's still saying that there is a deal out there for Dan Henderson. I don't think Dan Henderson's leaving because Tito Ortiz is returning. I think maybe he is getting a little money hungry. But um, just because he doesn't come out in flamed shorts and, 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 you know, big flags does not mean that he is not a better fighter than Tito Ortiz. Well... That's what makes a better fighter is flame shorts and <laughs> and bleached hair. Everybody knows and that. And entrances, right? And entrances. Okay. <laughs> it's like you mix Tito with uh, with Mayhem Miller, and you got yourself one of the top fighters in the world. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I'd love to see that. I would love to see that as well. Well, we'll see what happens with Dan Henderson. Uh, you know, hopefully it, it doesn't lead to his departure. Um, one last thing to, to note on this is, is White did point out that uh, – Henderson has signed a deal with Strike Force, but nothing's been officially announced. So, yeah, we'll probably wait until the next Strike Force on on prime time when we see Henderson fight. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, when we'll know. You know, if Henderson goes to Strike Force, I I understand it's about money as well. But you make it to the UFC, your your home is the UFC now. You stay in the UFC. It's the Super Bowl. Stay there. Well, Strike Force is coming out of the woodwork, so I mean there are they are. they are definitely a competition for UFC. WWF, WCW, UFC, Strike Force slash M one slash Dream. That's right. They're they're fighters are coming all over the place now. They're they're not only going to the UFC anymore, so Yeah, we'll Hendo see could, what Hendo could be their uh, their new poster boy. That is right, that is right. In other MMA news, Anderson Silva's recovery is slow. Another back out, Jose. We have another fallout. Wow, um, he is the Brock Lesnar of MMA. Yeah, this is very <laughs> surprising. You know what this shows, though? This shows that Anderson Silva is human, after all. Well, he is I, not Superman. This man is a human. He's a spider. <laughs> it, spiders, it takes it takes a hell of a long time to heal, bud. And spiders have elbows. <laughs> Lots of them. Crap lot of elbows, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, Anderson Silva uh, and Vitor Belfort will not take place on February 6th. Silva had recently had bone chips removed from his right elbow in October, and the joint has reportedly proved slow to heal. Well, tough cookie, I say. Tough cookie indeed. You know what? Anderson Silva is is so good. I bet he can get into the ring and just knock anybody out with with just like an injury, whether it be a broken rib, a broken elbow, or even a sprained foot. You a broken know? elbow, though, that's hard to, that's hard to overcome because think about it. His clinch is his weapon, and you know you're holding your your elbows tight. You've got your elbows bent the whole time. You've got somebody in a clinch. You're pulling on them. Right. I and mean, that's probably a lot of strain on your elbow there. Well, tough cookie, I say once again because <laughs> <laughs> he has no sympathy for these guys. I have no sympathy. Get in the ring and start knocking somebody else. Anderson Silva is that good. He can do that. Now with Vitor Belfort, though. Uh, that's a little bit different because Vitor is coming in 100%. He's a fast guy. He's strong. And we saw his fight with Rich Franklin. I mean, he knocked him out faster than Anderson. <laughs> Anderson still <laughs> knocked Rich Franklin out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he did. That's how I test the strength of a fighter. How yeah. fast can you knock Rich Franklin out? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's happening way too often for Rich. You know, great guy. Um, God bless him. <laughs> God bless them all. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back on point. But Anderson Silva, a few of uh, Silva's detractors have suggested the champ is avoiding a fight with Belfort while allowing for a new middleweight contender to emerge. Um, which I, is which is exactly what happened to Brock Lesnar. Oh, it did, huh? It did. <laughs> he wants to fight Nog or Kane Velasquez. He wants nothing to do with Shane Cohen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants none of it. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, gee whiz. This bacteria infection. How did it get in my stomach? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Gene Carwin. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Anderson Silva, I hope he gets better uh, because I would love to see this fight. I think this would be one of the biggest draws in in UFC for 2010. Anderson Silva versus Vitor Belfort. Uh, that's a that's a good fight. I, I can't a, think I can't think of anybody else that he could that that can compete with Silva. Yeah, uh, it, it, there there really is not many people right now, if anybody. So um, I wanted to see this fight a lot, and of course we're going to be postponed yet again. God. You know what is going on? What is happening in Strike the Strike force is striking. You said it. What did you? Say? It's M one. M one is doing it. <laughs> They're suing everyone. <laughs> they're hurting everybody but um they're saying anderson silva is not dodging this fight once he's back once he's ready to go it is vitor belfort they don't care who he fights but they are they're gonna they say he'll be back 100 percent and ready to go so all right well i want to take a little moment here to thank one of our sponsors Aztec highway if you want to get great stuff like tap out uh metal militia extreme couture Affliction. No, wait, they don't have affliction. But that's cool. Coming soon. Coming soon. Indeed. It may be coming soon. But they have a lot of great MMA gear. Definitely check them out at AztecHighway.com. If you live in Salt Lake City, uh, they're located off of 3500 South and West Temple. Actually, 3300 South <laughs> and, and West Temple. Google it. Because those they will get you lost. <laughs> I will Tom get you Tom lost. over here. No, Aztec Highway, it's, they're running a great deal right now, too. Visit them on their website, AztecHighway.com, uh, and you will get 10% off of your next purchase. So well, yeah, actually, that's what happened. I I, I got my Tito Ortiz shirt, the same that's one that right. he wore uh, for his fight. Except again, for so. his head sponsors, where are your sponsors at? Uh, I I I sharpened it in. Okay, <laughs> I sharpened it in on a black but, shirt. Yeah, on they have sharpie. everything up to date. You know, I mean, we're talking about what the they they have the shirts that the fighters are going to be walking out in. They have everything ready to go. So if you want to look cool at the next MMA event. Definitely go over there to Aztec Highway. We'll get it off of 3300 South and West Temple. Uh, mention the MMA overdose. Mention MMA overdose. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <sighs> well, fight rumors. Let's do a little bit of a quick round table talk, my friend. Vanderlei Silva versus Michael Bisping for UFC 110. Good fight for Vanderlei Silva, Michael Bisping. He's probably going to get another elbow. Mark, <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Bisping looks good though. Um, he's this one is supposed to take place down under. Same accent, same team. <laughs> Bisping's home crowd. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. Mark Coleman versus Randy Couture for UFC 109, the Battle of the Hall of Famers. 
Mark Clement is going to pull out. Mark! <laughs> I'm going for a senior citizen, senior citizen <laughs> discount for Randy Couture. <laughs> Wins by unanimous decision by 10%. <laughs> it's going to be like the fight with Brendan Vera. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not like the fight. Uh-uh. We're not going there this time, Jose. We're not going there. We better not. They're both old people. <laughs> Amir Sadala versus Brad Blackburn for Fight Night 20. Amir dominated his last fight. And I do not know too much about Brad Blackburn, but it seems like he's going to dominate once again. <laughs> Brad Blackburn's going to dominate? <laughs> no, Amir. <laughs> okay. Amir Muay Thai Sadala, newly born, uh, just throwing knees and, and looking great. Uh, can't wait to see him fight. Uh, it's a fresh start for him, and you got to love Amir. And, of course, UFC 110 headline fight. Big Nog versus Cain Velasquez. Big Nog coming back from staff infection. I doubt it. I told you last show, Mark. <laughs> the parent trap. They're switching places. Uh, this is not Big Nog. This is Little Nog. And we will see a Nog. That is right, <laughs> Jose. For those of you following Jose's uh, campaign here, um, <laughs> Big Nog going up against Cain Velasquez. raising it's my Kane. theory! <laughs> Raising Kane Velasquez. <laughs> I see him uh, pulling this one out. I love Kane Velasquez. He has brown pride. I, I know, him. and I still like him. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Mark's boyfriend George Pierre versus Dan, the Englishman Hardy for UFC One Eleven. Uh, George Pierre, I see this fight being just one sided. One sided fight. After all the crying that Koscheck did, he will not get the title shot. It will be Dan Hardy. My guy, GSP, slaps the French into him. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Oh, sweet times, sweet Caroline. Now, I want to get into this really quick. Uh, Mohamed Kimo Lau is challenging basically the biggest fighters. He's challenging the whole world. He is challenging the whole world. That's going to be the next video game. King Mao, King Mo challenges the world. King Mo's revenge. <laughs> I would love to see that. He's uh, basically, uh, first off, he has an upcoming fight against Mike Whitehead. That's right. So, so I don't know why he's even talking, first off. I know. Mike Whitehead is, is, what, he's like 18 out of his last 19 or something ridiculous like that. The guy's no joke. No, he's not a joke. He should be focusing more on Mike Whitehead rather than say, okay, you know what? I'm ready to take on uh, Gigar Masosi and Fedor Emelianenko. No, you're not. You should be focusing more on taking on Mike Whitehead. Now, he's a 5-0 and fighter, which is great, and he's a multi-weight class contender, but uh, Mohamed, or Kimo, as people like to call him, should just focus more on his upcoming fight. Jose, I want you to give him a little pet nickname. Uh, who, Mohamed Lau? That's correct. That's his I love your little pet nickname <laughs> for these guys. Give him a pet nickname. Uh, his new nickname for me is going to be King Mobro. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Because he's a brother. Okay. <laughs> Just like me. King Mobro is little King pet Mobro. nickname. <laughs> King Mobro. King <laughs> Mobro. Um, and, uh, yeah, over, is he overlooking Whitehead? He claims he's not. He says, I'm not overlooking anybody, but my plan is to beat Mike Whitehead, then keep on winning. Well, you know what? Uh, keep on doing what, are you, what you want to do, but don't be mentioning Fedor and Gerard. Like before you're even fighting Mike Whitehead, because he could he could lose, he could lose. That's the thing. That's what I hear about some, Gerard. Gerard. That's what I call him, Gerard. He's gay guard, but I call him Gerard. As he's American. You guys are tight. You guys are tight like that. <laughs> We're tight like that, you know. And 
and what 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 I found kind of weird is is he mentioned this. It's like obviously Fedor has a few tough fights on the radar with Fabricio Werdum and Alistair Overeem. He has his hands full right there. Okay, few tough fights. We're talking about Alistair Overeem. How tough is he? Uh, how tough is this guy? I mean, he doesn't look that tough. Fedor can easily beat Alistair Overeem. Uh, Fabricio Werdum. We saw his last fight. He didn't. He wasn't that impressive. I mean, he was basically getting his butt kicked by uh, by Bigfoot the whole time. <laughs> well, that guy's got a big head. He does. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's hard to fight somebody like that. Yeah. You get scared. But give, him some, you, give him a break, Jose. But, but give these you, guys a break, please. <laughs> no, I will not give him a break, Mark. I'm speaking from the truth. Well, well, here's what he also goes on to quote about Emelianenko. He's only fighting once or twice a year. He looks good, but you can't expect to improve that much when you're fighting once or twice a year. Good point, but when you're that good, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think you need to improve all that much. Yeah, I don't think Brett Rogers said, oh, boy, he hasn't been improving that much. <laughs> oh! Right arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pity the fool with Phantom my face. punch. Yeah. Uh, King Mo, we'll see what happens. Uh, he's supposedly a great fighter. He was talking a lot of trash about Rampage, which unfortunately now he's gone and <laughs> moved on to bigger and better things and calling out the best fighter in the world. Yeah, he's calling out Rampage, which uh, he's going to be, <laughs> which his movies out, uh, Death Warrior. I can't wait to see that. If you haven't seen it, go pick it up when you have. <laughs> No time. Uh, make sure to smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> because I doubt that you're going to enjoy the movie. And you will then be able to join. And, and while you're at it, give a shout out to Nick Diaz. <laughs> and, Joe <Rogan>. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Joe <laughs> Rogan. Invite him over for some Funyuns and fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that athletic commission from California. When will they learn? <laughs> when will they learn? Well, let's get into the big news here. The final news. The Ultimate Fighter Season 10. It's finally right. over. It's finally over. Last episode was last night, of course, before the finale. Um, a lot of good fight. Well, <laughs> a lot of good <laughs> fights. But a lot of fights, anyways, um, on, that, on, that, on, on that show that night. <laughs> um, well, where are you at, Mark? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find my way through this, and I'm getting lost. But... Uh, some interesting things to note. The first thing I want to talk about, though, Jose, is uh, is the battle that took place in the bedroom between <laughs> Sweeney and Linderman. Boy. What was up with that? Well, they locked him in the bathroom. He just had enough, man. It's like, I don't blame Linderman, but when you're about to attack somebody, you want to win. <laughs> you want to attack him. Surprise attack if you have to. If you're going to attack him in that form, you should have thought about it before you left the bathroom. Because all he... Oh, seriously, he looked like a kid. He He's did. like, oh, they locked me in the bathroom. Get me out. Oh, I'm so mad. He's like, calm down, dude. Calm down. He's I <laughs> felt bad for him. I was like, oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. You get picked on throughout the whole show, and you can't defend yourself. <laughs> yeah. He finally just sits down. After being... He attempts some sort of push kick that, that completely was terrible. <laughs> I don't know how... The, I want to see this guy's tough audition tape, because if it consisted of anything like this, we've got to get it. Dude, I bet you what happened was they were watching Linderman. They're like, oh, dude, this guy's going to be so easy to pick on. Put him in the house. Put him in the house. <laughs> Put him in the house. Put, Put him, him in the house. house. You know what? It was sad. <laughs> he just sat. McSweeney puts him in a chokehold and just says, calm down. So hey, You've got to calm down, mate. you got to calm down. Are you going to calm down? <laughs> I've got a contract to win. I will kill you. Oh, I will effing kill you. <laughs> yeah. So he finally just sits down. Get and out of my room. <laughs> 
get out of my Whoa, is Linderman here? <laughs> no, get out of my... I'm going to paint myself green. I'm going to scare Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to have people like that in the house, though. It makes for great TV. I feel bad for the guy. Unfortunately, he's not on the tough finale card. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't worry, he'll be fighting for Strike Force soon. <laughs> no, he's going to be fighting no. for Shine Fights. That's what they usually go after. Yeah, I think he's going to be co headlining with Coolio. <laughs> Alabama presents Linderman. Um, yeah, that, I just thought that was hysterical. I had to talk about it. <laughs> you know, he, he probably is a really tough fighter, but that scene just made him look bad. And of course, the last episode. Like you were mentioning, it seems it was it seems odd that the last episode is full of controversy. I mean, not a controversy, but a lot of mayhem. You know, I just loved it how every preview showed Kimbo, and Kimbo got like five minutes of spotlight <laughs> on a two-hour show. You won't believe what Kimbo does. <laughs> You're not going to believe fight. this twist. <laughs> oh, what's the twist? Uh, he's not going to take the fight. <laughs> he's fighting Houston Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Yes, uh, a month ago we knew about that. Now, what I thought was all, another great moment in, in the last episode was Marcus uh, confronting Matt Matrioni. Yes. Uh, you know what? I walked away when that happened. Well, they tell me about it. Just, just if for those who didn't see it, tell us about well, it. Well, Scott Young comes back and starts uh, going off about, oh, you know, it's like the doctor said I may never see again. It's, but I want to keep on fighting. And, you know, because of the eye poke that uh, Mitrioni did to Scott. And and, uh, and Marcus got all mad. And so he went over there to, to Matt like a big old giant teddy bear and started cussing him. And he's like, come over here. F word, F word, B word, B word. I'm going to wow. B, B slap you, blah, blah, blah. And basically that was it. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never seen Marcus Jones get mad. He's like the Incredible Did Hulk. he step on his flower? He did. He did. Who stepped on my flower? Yeah, I've, that's interesting. I didn't. I, I, fortunately, I missed that. But they are going to be fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up on this card, let's get into talking about this card here. Uh, a couple interesting things to note uh, on the preliminary card. You've got. Uh, we'll just run through this. We've got Mark Bocek versus Joe Brammer. Mm-hmm. Jose, who's next? Dennis Hallman versus John Howard. Mark. Brian Stan, former WBC fighter, uh, the Marine, great guy. He's kind of a prick. Uh, That's why they put him in the preliminary card. Versus Rodney <laughs> Wallace. John Madsen from the from the TUF 10 house versus Justin Wren. I unfortunately called John Madsen to possibly go to the finales. My bad. Everybody thought so. but Next fight is who, Jose? James McSweeney versus Daryl Bad Titties Schnuver. 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 Uh, titties, titties fighting against McSweeney. This one's going to be, uh, uh, I don't know. McSweeney's going to win this. I don't like McSweeney at all, though. He's a, he's just not a nice guy. Oh, of course not. The way he handled Linderman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Well, now let's get into the main card. Let's talk about it really quick. Marcus Jones versus Matt Mitrioni. I got my money on Matt Mitrioni, and I'll tell you why. Marcus Jones, his fight with Brandish Webb, he does not have any stand-up game. Matt Mitrioni has freaking right. I mean, uh, I mean, basically his hands are like bricks. He can definitely demolish you. If Matt, t- if the if the fight's standing up, Matt Mitrioni will win. If Marcus gets him on the ground, then Marcus is going to win because we saw how Matt Mitrioni, you know, is on the ground. So, but my money's on Matt Mitrioni. Matt Mitrioni, and and we kind of forgot to talk about how we got to this point. Um, 
But I just have to I just have to talk about this because Matt Mitrione versus McSweeney. Mitrione is tapping before <laughs> he is even like he he gets you know, McSweeney gets him in, in the guillotine. They drop to the ground. He, right. he gets on top. He's he's pulling on his guillotine. And Mitrioni's like, just waiting to tap. He's got his hand up, like, halfway. And then he's just like, oh, okay. He can see the future. And Rashad, Rashad. <laughs> I, I'm starting to like Rashad. And he says it best. It's a fight. Try to get out. Don't just sit there. <laughs> try and get out. At least try. But Mitrioni pretty much gave up on that one. Yeah, it's sad. But I see Marcus Jones winning this fight, actually. I, I agree with you, though. Marcus Jones' stand-up, he punches terrible. <laughs> like a girl. <laughs> yeah. It's not a pretty thing. But if he hits you, it hurts. And his he, he surprised me how he, he was able to dominate on the ground when he fought Shunover, who... Shunover, not a very strong guy, but still. Marcus Jones, if he take if he can take Matt Mitrione down, it's, it's Marcus Jones' fight. And I see him trying to do that. So I'm going with Marcus Jones. All right. And Mark, give us the next peep. Frankie Edgar versus Matt Veach. Matt Veach, eleven and zero. He's fought once in the UFC and has won. Frankie Edgar, I believe this is his comeback fight. He's fought in the UFC uh, several times before. Kind of had an absence there for a while, so coming back and going up against a tough guy, Matt Veach. I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar just because uh, after watching Tito coming back from the UFC, I believe Frankie will. <laughs> Tito lost. Oh, did I say Tito uh, Bitor Belfort coming back for the oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I believe he would. Uh, he will. He wants to prove that he's still good. So, uh, I'm going to say Frankie Edgar is going to win that. Frankie fight. Edgar. He was also a star on MTV's True Life. They did an episode on MMA fighters, and Frankie Edgar was the guy they followed around. Them, they all. Unfortunately, they he lost that fight. Followed him around. Yeah. It was in the UFC too. I forget who he fought, but it was a, it was a good fight. Frankie Edgar is a very strong wrestler. Uh, Matt Veach as well. So uh, I'm going with Matt Veach though. He looks impressive. Frankie Edgar. I don't know. He hasn't looked that great. He's he's quick. He's strong, but he doesn't do a lot to finish the fight really. So wow, we're going Matt Veach. Uh, opposite on that. Oh, by this the way, folks, uh, I might win then. <laughs> by the way, folks, if you're listening to the show, you can win a twenty dollar gift certificate from Aztec Highway. Uh, place your bets. Email us at MMA Overdose. Uh, at gmail.com, MMAOverdose at gmail.com. Go to our website, MMAOverdose.com, and click on the email button so you can submit who do you think you're, who do you think is going to win on the main cards. And if you get the most correct, uh, uh, then you're going to win a $20 gift certificate. Next fight, Houston Alexander versus Kimbo Slice. And by the way, that was the random plug of the night <laughs> by Jose. I just wanted to drop that in. Okay. Uh, Houston Alexander versus Kimbo Slice. I got Kimbo winning this fight. Uh, this is going to be a stand-up fight. Enough said. I there's I just like Kimbo. You know, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Houston Alexander. These guys, though, I mean, Kimbo, his chin has been tested, and he got knocked out by Seth Petruzzelli. Houston Alexander has tasted defeat the last three times he's entered. Um, I think Houston Alexander's chin is a little more suspect. Uh, oh, well, he won his last fight that was outside of the UFC. Oh, okay, outside the UFC. My bad, Houston, <laughs> my bad. Uh, I see Kimbo winning this. I think he's going to catch him just because Houston Alexander is is his defenseless sometimes. Mm, his defense is, is his offense. and I love Kimbo's Houston. harder to hit. I love Houston, but, yeah, Kimbo has his fight. Uh Next fight, Matt Hamill versus Joan Jones. John, John Jones. Jones. <laughs> John Jones. Now, here's my thing, Mark. If Matt Hamill, Matt Hamill can win this fight if he just listens to his <laughs> corner. That's you had I'm to saying. go there. You had to go there, Jose. I knew you would. Matt Hamill, if you're listening to me, <laughs> listen to your corner, Matt. You'll win. I'm doing this in sign language over the microphone. <laughs> listen. 
And that was good sign language right there. For the that streets. was great. That was awesome. <laughs> that was good. Um, who do you got on this one, Jose? I got Matt Hamill. Okay. Why? Matt Hamill, uh, just because I just made fun of him, and I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Jose, by the way, Matt, if you are listening. Uh, <laughs> I've got Matt Hamill on this as well. I Matt Hamill's too hard to hit. John Jones is a very athletic guy, but for some reason people cannot really hit Matt Hamill. I mean, he's been rocked before, but he's just he's kind of a hard guy to hit. So Matt Hamill wins this fight. And, of course, the main card of the night. The main card, the guy that I picked. That's right, Hurricane Haas, MMA overdose his own. <laughs> Brendan Schaub versus Roy Nelson. I'm going to tell you, Roy Nelson has his fight. I want to I want to touch on something really quickly. Dana White and, the, and Dana White on the, on the last episode. Roy Nelson does pretty much the same thing he did to Kimbo, right? Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Basically, I mean, he got hit a little bit more by McSweeney, and then you know he he was able to take McSweeney down, which was cool. Uh, kind of rocked him on his feet a little bit, but he did the same thing. And then Dana's like, you know what? He really impressed me. I know that was so stupid. <laughs> that was it was bad. so stupid. He's I like, think, I'm impressed. You know what? I think I think I think Dana's like. You know, ah, if this guy wins the Ultimate Fighter, I have to act like I'm happy. <laughs> so he's trying to prepare his mental state for Roy to win if he does win and say, oh, no, Roy's a great fighter. That's why he's our Ultimate Fighter champion, you know? Uh-huh. Weird. Uh, Weird. As much as I don't want him to win, I think Roy Nelson's going to win via crucifix. Belly crucifix, sorry. Via the belly fix. crucifix. The all-newly <laughs> renovated belly fix. <laughs> 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 From big country... Um, not going to happen. Brandon Schwab, Schaub, sorry, um, is just way too athletic. He is he's he's very fast. He's going to drop to light heavyweight. By the way, after this fight, oh, he he, he he's got that. to. No, he didn't say that. But he's a small heavyweight. He's like he's like Rashad when Rashad was fighting in the oh, Ultimate yeah, Heavyweight. Oh yeah, The guy's smaller. He's a smaller guy. He can cut weight. He can make it to light heavyweight. So, win or lose, he's going to cut to light heavyweight. In my opinion, I'm calling that right now. I'm calling it. But. I see him beating Roy Nelson. He's just too athletic. I mean, Brendan Schaub was able to get out of. He was able to get onto his feet after Big Baby was all over him. Oh yeah. You know, Big Baby had him full mounted. How do you get out of a full mount when there's a green mile on top of you? He trains with Shane Carwin. Does he? Yeah, he trains with Shane Carwin. Oh, there you go. That's how he. That's how he learned. I just can't believe this guy's a heavyweight. He does not look anything nearly. He doesn't look as big as these guys. But the thing is, Roy Nelson is a small heavyweight too, as far as height goes. Belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's a little more horizontal than he is vertical, but um, I heard he's trying to get to middleweight so he can challenge uh, Silva. Who is Roy Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be waiting a long time for that fight. Long time for that fight. All right, all right, folks. Well, that's uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, keep in mind, send us your picks at MMAOverdose at gmail.com. Check out our website, MMAOverdose.com. And definitely get your MMA gear at Aztec Highway at AztecHighway.com. Look at it off of 3300 South and West Temple. On behalf of Hurricane Haas, I'm Jose the Baby Gorilla saying good night and sleep tight. Yeah, check one, two.